This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the county result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is... Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get reward points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Scarf Bagara War with me, Russ Johnson. I'm joined as ever by Waggy. You all right, Waggy, mate? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. Good, good. Um, I think it's the uh, Lonely Hearts Club band tonight, isn't it? <laughs> for, for this <laughs> no, my, my Valentine's evening finished about 15 minutes ago. So did we're, it? We're it's right. funny. Yeah, yeah so, so did yeah, my. It only started 20 minutes ago, but it finished 15 <laughs> minutes ago. <laughs> Yeah, mine. Uh, my, I had a lovely meal. We had a lovely meal. We had it with the kids as well, so we we had a we had a lovely time. So it was good. Oh, we kicked the kids out. So you, I mean, you? Kids out, yeah, with it, eighteen and twenty-four. So they're not as if they're like you know a nine, ten-year-old walking around the streets for a couple of hours while we have something to eat. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's uh, it's it's going to be a good one tonight. So we've got uh, myself and Waggy. We're going to be joined very soon by Will. Uh, Will Main, who will 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 explain what he does and who he is uh, shortly. We've got an opposition review from uh, to the a Tranmere podcast. Let's just put it that way. If he gets his uh, technicalities sorted out, he was backstage a minute ago. He's gone now, but hopefully he'll uh, he'll return. And if not, I guess we'll have to we'll have to crack on without him. Also, we've got a giveaway to announce at the end of the show, and I'll just do a bit of admin before we start. Um, this is. Part of the TalkSport fan network, as you already know. Thank you uh, to, to them for sponsoring us. And this is part of Mentel as well. That's our charity partner for 2024. We've got some Mentel podcasts coming up soon. Got two of those booked in already. So look out for those. There's, those will go to patrons first. Thank you to all of our patrons. We're up to 70 patrons now. Um, if you'd like to join in that fun, that is £3 a month. And you get everything ad-free before everybody else. And those exclusive Courtyard Club calls. And uh, Dave Smith Never Existed podcasts as well. And any little edition ones that we do as well. So I'm interviewing Steve Massey again for the second part of that interview. So that'll be good. We've also got our Etsy store with exclusive T-shirts available on there and hoodies designed by, well, designed by me. Um, And if someone can do better, come along and help us, please. (laughs) (laughs) I think they're all right. Um. So, yeah, nice to see all of the usual people online, all of the other Lonely Hearts as well online. And it's especially nice to see Gazendo back and he's got his internet fixed. So, yes, we have <laughs> missed you, 
Gaz we look forward to it. We do, we do. <laughs> After speaking to him last night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what we'll do first is we'll get Will on first. Richard is just backstage, still having technicalities. We'll get Will on first. We'll have a quick chat with Will before hopefully we can do an oppo preview with a Tranmere podcast. And then we'll all have a bit of a counselling session together and sing Kumbaya about last night's selection performance result. There we go. Hello, Will. Hiya, you alright? Yeah, not bad, you? Ooh. Yeah, not bad. Good, good. We must point out at this stage that if you can hear tapping, um, it's rain on Will's roof. It's yeah, not it's any not, gremlins we've got. So It's not a torture. It's not some sort of torture. <laughs> no. it, it might be considered torture by the time the stream's over, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we'll be able to ask you any question and you'll answer it. <laughs> it, feels, it feels like you've done torture before, Waggy, or is it just what you've got off the TV? Just what, just what I've been told. Just, just what you've what been, been told. told. It was no Fair news. Fair news. <laughs> did I mention we're doing a giveaway? I'm going to announce a giveaway later. Did I mention that before? Yeah, you did, yeah. yeah. I did. Okay, well, just to mention it again, we're going to announce a giveaway, and it's a good giveaway, one that you're not going to want to miss. Um, so what we'll do, Will, you you just join in the chat, yeah? You just get involved with the Tramir with the, with, with the uh, preview. And we will talk now to Richard, who's uh, a member of the Tramir podcast, and he'll explain what that is. Here's Armstrong. Armstrong. Yes! Oh, what timing. Hi, lads. Can you hear me? We can hear you now, Richard. Yes, yeah, you're great. You. I'm good, good lads. Uh, I'm better for getting off of home. Tammy's uh, performance last night, it was terrible. And I've managed to uh, get the permission slipped on Valentine's night to talk to you, gents. So, doing okay. <laughs> yeah, fair, fair dues, mate. Fair dues. Um, we're, we're in the same boat. Well, I, well, me and Waggy, I'm not sure about Will's, uh, Will's situation, but we're in the same boat. We had to beg to come on the podcast tonight as well. So, you know, you, you've, you're, in, you're in good company yeah. where, that, where that's concerned. To be fair... It's a little easier to talk about football on Valentine's night when uh, you sit in top of League Two uh, rather than 17th, 18th, whatever we are. So even though you didn't get nothing last night, it's a little easier for you guys to do this than me. I can tell you that now. Well, I don't... Uh, yeah, yeah, I knew you were going to say, yeah. Going <laughs> off last night, yeah. <laughs> going off last night, mate. Honestly, it was horrific. So your podcast then, um, A Trip to the Moon, I think we were... It was explained to us what that was last time we had somebody on from your podcast. And it was was it an old manager that said, that sort of setting expectations and we, we, we can go to the moon and back or something? Uh, yeah, um, not such a thing as an old manager, the manager, as far as trying oh. to find and John King is um, an absolute godlike status with us. Unfortunately, bless his soul, he passed a few years ago. But if you've ever been to Brenton Park, he's the man with the uh, on the statue with his arms in the air. He was a good friend of uh, uh, Shankly and uh, some of the other Liverpool uh, lot over the over the water. Um, he brought John Aldridge to the club. 
and to be fair, he took the man and uh, he took the club from the edge of uh, non-league, which we thought we'd never end up in. Um, I'm sure, as you guys, exactly the same. Uh, I've had the privilege in the in the near future, in the near past of uh, what non-league's like. We were in the edge of non-league in the 80s, and he took us all the way to literally uh, Swindon turning the lights off from us getting into the Premier League. So, um, yeah, um, an absolute legend, and he was a man uh, who was. Uh, Probably, uh, well, best known for, like at the time, Cantona was talking about seagulls and stuff like that. John King was coming up with just as many crazy little things. And one of the things he did say was we were on a trip to the moon. Um, and to be fair, he did, uh, I think he said that uh, the chairman at the time stopped uh, and jumped off the ride. He was uh, he was on a, um, he was on taking Tramier on a, a space rocket to the moon, apparently. <laughs> nice. I, yeah, I remember, I remember them telling us that last time. I can't maybe we had on the lad. Um, and I thought that's a really good name for a podcast. It's such got it's got such depth, hasn't it? In terms of like the cult, you 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 got to be a Tranmere fan to know that, haven't you? Pretty much. So yeah, I like Defo. it. Defo. Uh, I was going to say, I think uh, I think John King could fill a podcast for hours and hours with some of the stories. But uh, Matt, who runs the podcast, he gets good value out of Mr. King's stories. Even this week, he was an ex-player talking about all sorts. So yeah. Nice, nice. Um, just to let you know, Will, I've muted you so that we don't get the raindrops um, <laughs> all the time. But if you want to talk, come mute yourself and jump in, mate. Don't, don't, don't be shy. Don't be shy. Um, on to Tranmere then, and on to on to Saturday. So currently 18th in the table, um, not doing too well recently. I think you've lost three in the last five. But I think there's been, a, if I'm right in saying, there's been a bit of an upturn since we last played you. Um, how was how was it going? Uh, now you find yourself in uh, in 18th position. Um, I'm known, uh, I'm known, and I get quite a lot of stick for being one of the more positive fans. All oh, right. Uh, yeah, I, I I've been involved in interviewing the chairman. I'm quite pro the chairman, and, and there's quite a lot of Tramia fans that are not very pro the chairman, who um, is quite a uh, an interesting figure in the fact of his time with the FA, and he very much speaks like a politician. Um, I've got a lot of time for him, and Tramia as a club is run quite self. Self, yeah, sustainable. It's not really bankrolled by much. We don't spend a lot, but then on the other hand, what we do spend, it's you know, it comes out of cash reserves, and you know, we're not crippled in debt. We own our facilities, and um, this the, the time we come out of non-league, we've come out quite strong. We did the double bounce up to League One, and then now this season. A lot of people at the start of the season called him, you know, for the appointment of Ian Dawes, which I think the last time we played, yeah, I think Nigel had just took over from Dawes. Um, yeah. But we were very much a different side to what we saw um, probably just over a month ago in November when Nigel was up for manager of the month. Um, you know, we, we, we're kind of an anti-football side at this moment in time, as, <laughs> as football is, is very obsessed with playing from the back. Um, this Tramia team's not that interested in having the ball. Um, and it sounds strange to say that, but we, we really are. We're turning turning teams fast on the counter, breaking pace of Rob Actor on loan from Blackpool, who's um, certainly got um, a lot of people talking about his pace when he's breaking. Um, we're, we're, we're quite used to winning games with 35, 40% of possession and maybe five or six shots on, uh, on goal. That's it. So... It, We've certainly been a lot more compact. Last night, as you gents, uh, we didn't get on too well. Uh, we played the Morecambe side that, if I'm honest, we just lost. I feel like we lost the physical battles all over the park. They were 
more of a, a 4-5-1, 4-3-3, which didn't fit up to our 4-4-2, which were very much a rigorous 4-4-2, two wide men that try and have a bit of trickery and break a pace. So we're, we're not in brilliant shape. Um, there's a lot of people that uh, are literally uh, a few hours away from hysteria in Tramia Twitterland. Um, there's an awful lot of people that have taken a lot of solace from uh, our better form in November, uh, uh, October, November, December kind of run, which propelled us, thank God, um, quite a few points away from those bin league drop places. Because if you spoke to a Tramia fan in the end of September, October, we were you know, working out routes to Dover and Eastleigh and all that crap again. So um, re- realistically, we're, we're, we're not as bad as we were. But the last two results, I think Doncaster, we didn't play too bad. It just didn't work out for us. Donny did not for much, but... You know, we made a mistake and conceded that second goal. So we, we were good value for at least a point at Donny. Um, but last night, um, there was the, the, the real thing that isn't it's taken easily by Tramia fans is um, when we're out-battled by a team. And um, we, 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 we I think we lost the battle there second half yesterday. Uh, we didn't offer a massive amount going forward, but we had the chance to put it 3-1. Uh, we raced into a 2-0 lead. Um, some sloppy defending and it was a borderline offside um, but it was one of those it was a mishit shot that landed at the forwards foot to put them 2-1 back in the game half time we could kind of tell that we needed to we needed to get a grip of the game we had a 10 minute spell we had a chance to go 3-1 up we missed that and it put us then back in a position where um, as soon as we went 2-2 there was only one team that was going to win that and it was a last minute free kick 95th minute just to really top off my day <laughs> Yeah, know the feeling, mate. Know the feeling. Um, yeah, because I think it was Nigel Atkins. Was it Nigel Atkins' first game, actually? I, I, I think it might because, have been. It was one of his first, yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, because I, I remember someone's mentioned it here. Nick Tenner's mentioned it. Not not that one. That's wrong. It's not Nick Tenner. It's County 1883. Was it, Your tactics board was shown outside the ground, wasn't it? I don't know if you remember that. Yes. Yeah. 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 I think it was pretty much as sophisticated as a picture of a goal with like our goalkeeper drawn in it saying, don't let it go in here and get it in the other bastard end. Um, <laughs> yeah. but, um, and, and at times, you know what? Like, I think Nigel Atkins has been someone who's come out and said, um, we need to do the basics at an elite level. And, yeah. and, and the way he plays his team, it is exactly that. There's nothing sophisticated about the way that we play. Um, and, some Tramway fans would be really upset at hearing that. I myself, I, I think that we should cut our cloth where we're at. And one of the things, like, I think the difference between your league position and Notts County's league position, if I'm honest, I think at times, I think Notts County played some of the best football, especially under the last manager, some of the best football this division's ever seen. But you guys are sat top of the league. Uh, and that's because maybe sometimes the things that frustrate you guys, what Dave Chalner does, it's just a little less risk and sometimes a little less reward but you've had the rub of the, the green and a lot of things and you've got talent you've got a good size squad and you've got talent so you're sat at the top of the table whereas the Notts County that were you know they were sat just outside the playoffs and now they've got quite a challenge with a different um, with a different owner in there yeah a different manager in there sorry yeah I remember I defended the uh, the tactics board at the time, having having done some coaching badges. You know, I think I'm I think I'm a bit of a bit of a tactic man. You know what I mean? I'm not really, but it it, it did go back to basics, and I thought, well, that makes sense because he's just he's just got in the door. The th- first thing you do is probably say you clear the decks and go back to the absolute basics, and it wasn't quite scoring their net, don't concede in hours kind of thing, was it? It was a bit more than that, but yeah, it wasn't far. <laughs> 
But I think that's, <laughs> that's, the, that's the legacy that the previous manager, um, well, some people would say that uh, he, he was never a manager, but uh, the guy that came in, Ian Dawes, um, Trammy just had a feeling that we'd set up overcomplicated um, and that's it modern football now you're talking about overloads half positions inverting and it, it, it the team was just so many square pegs and round holes that we couldn't get any form we had a couple of decent performances like i think we went in the uh, in the cup uh, played league one side and in the league cup we were unlucky we got knocked out on penalties i think it was barnsley if i remember rightly but a decent performance there i think we beat harrogate 3-0 at home and big luke norris our center forward that we signed from stevenish last year looked an absolute colossus but we lost him to injury we were playing Christian Dennis in a kind of like a front right position inverted and Christian Dennis is about as mobile as my house. Um, (laughs) We we were just playing too many players. We were very exposed on the wings and we were playing too many players in half positions and ultimately we looked very, very easy to score against. And when you're very easy to score against and you're not scoring goals, your guy who's at the top in the big seat ends up on the rock and roll quite rightly. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, so you had you had four decent wins from sort of over Christmas time, didn't you? Then it's then it kind of tailed off since then. Um, who who's who's been sort of your standout players? I know Connor Jennings, I think, is your top scorer, um, probably your top rated on FOTMOB as well as I look at it. And Apta, I mean, Apta looked brilliant when he came to Edgeley Park. Um, it, it, you know, aside from them two, is anybody else that we need to look out for on Saturday? Um, and that's it, I think. Uh, if I was to sit here as a Stockport uh, County fan and look at Tramia, I think what you've got to look at and probably where you may be a little bit worried after your performance last night is it's Tramia's game will suit you having the ball and trying to have a go at us because when we turn you, we look at our most dangerous. Um, I'm not going to say this too loud just in case Dave Chandler is watching. Uh, but if 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 you kind of if you kind of sit back and invite us on, um, we, we 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 kind of we like it at times. You know, we we run out of ideas very quickly. Uh, we'll give you the ball. Um, you don't really need to press us. Um, the the like last night we had a lot of possession considering compared to other games. A lot of possession in the back line, centre halves aimlessly lumping the ball forward. We're probably at our more dangerous when we nick it off you. Um, so players like Apter, um, Harvey Saunders, they've got pace. And, and the last night, the two goals for us came from Harvey Saunders, who um, I think he was kind of like a miniature greased up Adama Traore. He was explosive burst of pace. One got a penalty, and the other one he nicked the ball at the centre half and and kind of um, uh, squared it to Apter to tap it in. So it's definitely pace on the turn that we're going to be going against with you, but. We know a couple of your players quite well, one for which Ethan Bristow, which I know that he's going to be up against Rob Apter. I think he's, Ethan Bristow was, was easily the best sense, uh, the best left-back in, in, in our league last year, performance-wise. Uh, we were disappointed to see him go, but we were glad to see what we got some money for him. I don't know what we got for him, but it was all kept very hush-hush. But the fact that he's reappeared back in uh, League Two was a bit of a surprise. Um, really good going forward. Um, but it'd be interesting to see if someone like Apter's quality, because Apter's very, very tricky when he's got the ball at his feet, if he can cause him a bit of problems. Um, they've never been in the same squad together as well, which would be another interesting thing. But yeah, so uh, Apter, Saunders, Pace, uh, Connor Jennings is just a wily fox, isn't he? Uh, yeah. You know Connor Jennings very well. Uh, Connor's got uh, a very special place in Tramia's heart for what he did with us in non-league, and you just get 110% every game. 
Um, other than that, Kieran Morris, um, he's got a very good left foot on him. Um, set pieces, if we can work it out, we've got two big lads at the back, Tom Davis and Jordan Turnbull, who Jordan Turnbull's marking is probably a bit like Mason Greenwood's Dayton style, um, very, very good. <laughs> Um, and I think uh, uh, there's, if it's if if you don't get a foul, you probably could get a conviction for sexual assault in a, in a court <laughs> with Jordan Turnbull mark. So um, it, it it's going to be. I'd like to think hopefully uh, Tramia will react to the game last night, where uh, it's a bit embarrassing to have what happened happen at home. Don't get me wrong, Morecambe did did well last night. They're in good form mm. for how they play. But when you see what we have done to teams, in particular, we go back to the Notts County, um, and, and, and you know we look at some other teams that have visited Brenton Park. When we get on top, and um, and, and teams sit off as we can, sometimes look a little less dangerous than when a team comes at us. And if a team has a go at us, we can pick them off on the break, and you'll be there playing all the football, and we can score a few goals. All right, cool. I, I don't think Charlie does watch this, but we'll get a video sent to him. Um, <laughs> just, <laughs> um, speaking of Charlie, though, um, Nick Ten says, "Nick Ten says, how is Challen regarded at Tramia? I guess Clint Hill as well. Are, and Clint, are yeah, and Clint Hill are highly regarded. And well, yeah, Clint's probably only six months ago, seven months ago, maybe just before he came back to you. He was doing commentary for us on the um, uh, I Follow. Um, Clint's uh, a well-known guy, and obviously goes back to the John Aldridge managing days, like with Challener. Um, uh, and we've just had Jed Brannan come up with Morecambe, who's an ex-Tramia player as well, and take points. So um, we're well-versed to Tramia, uh, known and liked people coming back and coming back to Haunters. So there's quite a few of us that are a bit nervous that Charlie's going to do that. However, um, yeah, I think uh, you know Dave Chandler is a man that a lot of Tramia fans, when quite a few of you guys were shouting at the start of the season, get him out. He's playing four centre halves uh, across the back four. You know, and he's not. It's going to take us out of the league. There was quite a lot of people in the in the Super Wide Army that were sat there going, "Yeah, okay, we've got Dawes here who looks like he can't even organise his uh, his own fashion sense, never mind the football team." So we'd uh, we, we'd very much take him at Prenton Park, but and and you can see a lot of what Dave Chandler learned to Tramia in some of the stuff that you've got at Stockport at this moment in time. Some of it's a bit no nonsense, and some of it's a little less risk reward. Um, a little just take a little less risk, stay in games for longer, and and just. Just win the points. That's the important thing. And for me, um, Dave Chandler certainly uh, he, he, he's not regarded as like one of the legends. You certainly not got any uh, uh, banners of him around the place. But there'd be an awful lot of Tramia fans that before Nigel came in that would have definitely liked to have taken Chandler and given him a chance. The rumor is he has applied for the job a couple of times um, uh, under previous tenure when Mellon left to go to Dundee. Um, apparently there was uh, there was interest there from Challoner. Um, and there's been another occasion when he's he's been interested in the job. That's what the rumor is. But yeah, he's he's, he's not a legend. But like yeah. I think quite a few of us would take him back. Nice. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, on to Saturday then, and we will we'll, we'll, won't keep you much longer. Um, no, it's Valentine's night. On to Saturday then. Um, what do you what do what are you expecting from us? And I guess of what do you think the score is going to be? Um, I think this this. This league's an absolute basket case, isn't it? You've you've just played what I would consider a very ordinary crew and cornstock. And um you look at Harrogate, who were in the playoff places, just gone and got 
absolutely spanked 9-2. Yeah. So for any of us to sit here and say we know what's going to go on, I don't think we do. I don't think, I think this league is all about margins, which is exactly why, as I said before, that's why I believe you're top of the pile. Uh, I think you're top of the pile because of that little less risk um, uh, kind of element that you've had trying to stay a little bit more compact and, and you have played good football but you've got good talent there as well there's not many teams that can call on the likes of Paddy Madden and all that lot so um, it, for me I'd like to think that we see a Tramia performance where we can battle and, and really have a go at you and if you, well, if you've ever visited Brenton Park the big cop stand when that gets going it can be the 12th man on the other hand, after a 3-2 defeat from Morecambe, I wouldn't be surprised at all. If you got an early goal, it turned quite toxic quite quickly. Um, but yeah, this league's a basket case, so I'll, 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 I'll say that we'll concede. Tram, you're going to need to score two goals to beat you, because um, we just do seem a little bit leaky. But yeah, I, I, I said this, I wouldn't, wouldn't know how to call it. Yeah, fair enough. I think we're, we're probably expecting a reaction as well, I would hope. Um, hope, yeah, <clears throat> yeah, and we'll uh, we'll talk about that a bit more in depth. Richard, cheers for coming on, mate. Really appreciate it. Really appreciate appreciate your time. Not a problem. I'll go and see if the wife's got the divorce papers ready. <laughs> <laughs> just give her, give her our, our If you need anything written from me, I'll just send you a message. It's fine. <laughs> no, it's fine. You can you can pay us back by having a thoroughly miserable afternoon on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. See you later, Cheers, lads. mate. Appreciate it. Cheers, See you later. Mate. No problem at all. Please say, Gleeson, what a beauty! There we go. He was a nice, wasn't he? Non-committal, wasn't he? Yeah, non-committal. Give us a score. Bit, bit, bit rubbish, right? Um, right, Will, we'll bring you into the... We'll unmute you. Or you can unmute yourself. I mean, you've got the technology, so... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so we'll... we'll let, let's let's stick on Tranmere. So, um, yeah, I mean, we, let's discuss... We're gonna, we've got to expect a reaction from last night. We'll talk about last night in a second, but, um, yeah, I, mean, I don't know about you guys. What you know, what you're expecting on Saturday? Well, I think pretty much every county fan is un under the impression that we need to have a reaction and we need to go there and batter them. <laughs> yeah, Basically, it's suddenly become quite important, hasn't it? Yeah. After last yeah, it night, it, as he, as he said, like with Mansfield winning nine two, that's our goal difference gone, isn't it? They've got a better goal difference than us now, so yeah. we've mm. not got that that to sort of fall back on. So I think, yeah, I'd say it, again, it's not a. It's not a must win, but I don't think it's it's a mustn't lose. I think that's the best way. Um, it, you know, God, the panic buttons have been going off all day, haven't they? So it's, if we lose again on Saturday, it'll be like we're facing relegation again, aren't we? <laughs> well, maybe, maybe from some people. I mean, yeah, I mustn't lose. I don't know. I think I'd not. I wouldn't go. Yeah, it's, it's a difficult one because I'm, I'm sort of in between. Must must win. And must not lose. Uh, must win and must not lose. I don't, a draw is probably good enough, but if if we don't win, we lose. We're probably going to lose our top spot, aren't we? Which is yeah, a, which is a psychological who, blow. Who has Mansfield got? Who have Mansfield got on that weekend? I've not. I don't know. Don't know. I've not looked. You uh, you you let you carry on talking, and I'll find out who Mansfield have got. Okay. On the... So are you thinking? Will are you saying must win, must lose, mustn't lose, or? 
similar. I hesitate to say that it's a must win because we've still we've still got a way left, haven't we, in the season, really? And uh, there's lots that can happen between now and the end of the season, I suppose. Yeah, um, it's they've got Walsall away, Mansfield. Uh, but it's not just Mansfield, is it? I mean, we, you know, Wrexham have got Notts County at home. That could be 7-5. Seven seven <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, Barrow is, Barrow is starting to slip away. Crew have got Harrogate at home. So I think Richard was right. This is a bit of a basket case, isn't it? So um, you, it wouldn't surprise me if Harrogate got a point there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, or even surprised. Um is 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 one for you. So J.K. Uh, John Billsbury says must put in a performance. I think that's that. That's, I think yeah, that is spot on. on. Yeah, yeah, that's spot on. Yeah, if you turn around and it's as, as lackluster as it was last night, then that's when people will start panicking and thinking, "Oh shit, this is you know we we'll be struggling to keep in the playoffs and stuff." A few bad results, and as you said, but as I said, as we said, it's. There's still 16, 17 games to go. There's still going to be a lot of twists and turns. There's not, there's no team that's going to go undefeated till the end of the season, is there? So people are going to drop points here and there. Yeah, I guess it's the manner that you drop points, and we'll again yeah. we'll come on to crew in a second. Uh, but it is the manner that you drop the points, isn't it? Um, yeah, there's some other comments coming through here. If we want to go up, then it's a should win. Um, so we get we're getting all the variations here. <laughs> um, 15 games to go. Yeah. Uh, and it's three from four. Uh, the famous County Santa, who is uh, my cousin, says it's any three from four. Yeah, that, that's probably that's Barrow slipping away. Is it then? Is it? Have I got that right? Yeah, I think Through... so. As you say, have we got because we've been top for so long? Have we got a bit carried away that we're going to be champions and stuff? Whereas, uh, as you said, as we every every single person said at the beginning of the season, and even a few weeks ago. Certainly, quite a few people were saying, as long as we're third or above, to win the league is a bonus. We just need to finish third, and we go up. That's that's it. Yeah, it, yeah. You know what I mean? As I say, maybe we have been top for quite a bit. You know, we've we've been on a bit of a run. We were, as I said, we'll start talking about it. But we were, yeah, we were awful last night, and yeah, maybe it's just a bit squeaky bum thinking, oh, here we go. But yeah, we're 15 games to go. As long as we stay away from finish third, then we're, we're, we're quite well. I'd be I'd be happy, but I say anything above that is a bonus. Yeah, and we've got to, we've got to temper everything as well and say that county have never we've not won a football league league uh, since 1967. And that's even before my time. Will believe it or not, and Wagner's and time. even mine. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, we've just got, you know, this is a really good position we find ourselves in and I'm not going to say, oh, look how where we were in non-league, blah, 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 all that. You know, I, I would like Chris Crowther's literally just put in, snap your hand off for third right now. And that's not because mm. we lost last night in the performance. I think we'll come back from that. It's just third or above is, is, yeah, that's what we want, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and as well, I put a tweet out today that said, um, that that was our worst performance since blank. Um, and Aldershot came out. Um, Colwyn Bay away came out. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so a few others came out, and yeah, all the repressed memories started coming out. Then 
Yeah, yeah, everything you put to the back of your mind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's all. That's all this is, Will. It's just a one big counselling session. That's all it is, mate. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. I think I'd, I'd said I've mentioned it to Will before we came on. I think that's probably the worst home performance that we've had under Challoner, the crew game last night. Do you think the worst home I performance? The worst Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Away days with County are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at Edgeley Park. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Yeah, I think all the shots look more dangerous, to be fair, going forward than Crew did. Last night. Yeah. Uh, They they had some pretty lively looking plays, to be fair, all the shots. But I think think differences, Crew were just a better as a team I think because you can't pick any one one of their players out I don't think yeah fair enough um, okay so John May Saturday cautiously optimistic I guess um, I'm hoping for a reaction and based on what we've seen before these runs don't you know it's not even a run it's one match where we've played poorly let's not forget we beat Crimsby on Saturday 3-1 and we don't even spoke about that um, yeah, we did in the courtyard club call though, which is available now um, on wherever you get your podcasts. Um, so let's move on to the crew match then. Last night, um, let's let's do a bit of a let's do a bit of a courtyard club call on it. Uh, and what what I mean by that is, for those that have never listened to the courtyard club call, is we go through a bit of the tactics. I don't know what you like with tactics and things. Will do you do you sort of deep dive into stuff like this or? I suppose you do being uh, being doing what you do, I guess. Well, I I, I don't do like a not John Caring not John Caring levels of deep diving into tactics and that. Um, you don't usually get the opportunity with the uh, audio descriptive commentary to get into much of uh, of tactics and that. Uh, but I, I do a bit. Yeah, I do a bit. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's see. Let's see how we go. So, <clears throat> so we start usually start with the lineup. So the lineup was uh, Hinchliff. Um, with Cass, Bristow, Torre, and Horsefall at the back. Crowsdale, Sass, Evans, Powell, Alafi, and Madden. Any surprises there for you? Did anybody get 11 out of 11 on FanHub? That would be one thing for the comments. But any, sur- no, any got, surprises for anybody? I got nine. I think I got nine. Did you? Um, yeah. Didn't expect Torre to start. Certainly not a centre-back. And I think a lot of, obviously, a lot of people have commented on that. Um, as you say, I don't... I don't understand why he's trying to play. I know, fair enough, he's he, he's left-footed. That maybe that's the only thing why he tried to put him in there as a left left-footed centre back or a left centre back. But we've got Burn, who's just does what Burn does, and we'd all, we've also got that Bennett, haven't we, from Man U? So yeah. it just seemed a bit strange. That 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 was strange for me. Um, and then I think I think Camps was a bit unlucky. Not to start because mm. he's been playing. He's been playing well. He's been in there. So, um, and I think it was a surprise to see Sars starting. 
Yes. Yeah. Judging by the comments from Challoner at the weekend, it didn't seem as if he was going to be fit enough to play. And he mentioned it in his comments last night that it was good to get him off after 60 minutes. Um, but I, I think I'd have preferred it the other way around. Him coming on as an impact rather than going off after 60 minutes. Yeah. And I guess to start with, I mean, the crew came out of the traps really, really fast, but we looked like we were playing five out of possession, five at the back out of possession. Sort of moving towards a four in possession. Sort of yeah, that was, yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't work out if we were playing a, a four or a five, but if we were playing five, then Layman Evans is not a wing back. No, no way in any way, shape or form. And I think that's, he's probably his worst performance that he's had since he's come back to the club. And I think that is probably because if that's the case, he was trying to, I've been playing as a wing back. Well, there's a few people that said that Challoner changed it to a five at the back because that's how crew play, which seems strange to me is that we're at home, we're top of the league, which surely we should just be playing how we play and let them worry about us rather than us trying to change our system necessarily, certainly at home, to try and counteract what they were what they're going to be doing. Yeah. Yeah, agree with that. I mean, as well, Matt Baxter says, um, oh, Matt, by the way, I'm going to be, um, he sits in front of you, does he, Waggy? And I'm going to be interviewing him a couple of weeks, uh, well, next week, I think. I need to message you actually, Matt, but we'll take that offline. Um, uh, always thought it'd be a struggle with Sars, Powell and Paddy starting. Is that because, I'm guessing that's because of what their age is or the, 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 the not, they're not the quickest pace. players? Pace, yeah. Yeah, pace, possibly. Yeah, what do you th- what do you think, Will? Do you th- I mean, is is that a good a good sort of strategy playing Sars, Powell, and Paddy for all of the skill and and the experience you've got all three at once? I think it was it, as as you said before. I think Camps was unlucky to be dropped. I think especially given how he played against Grimsby on on Saturday. Um, so I'd have, I'd have, I'd have put Camps in to be perfectly honest with you, and and I always I would always prefer to have. Torre, if he's if he's playing, I'd always prefer him to have a you know be on the pitch as a left back as opposed to a centre half, and just have burning, regardless of you know whether he's a left foot or a right footer. I think because Burn always he always strikes me as like being quite solid. He's always got quite a solid defender. Yeah, Burn. So, yeah. um, but it's pretty obvious that Torre is not a centre half. So, yeah. Yeah, have, it's I'd a weird one, isn't it? That's, that's the one that surprised me the most, to have Torre in as opposed to Burn. Yeah. I can well, perhaps definitely. understand not wanting to put... I can perhaps understand not wanting to start Bennett, given that he's like 20 and it's his first game for the club and it's a, it was a big game. So, yeah. but, you know, when you've got a perfectly good Neil Byrne on the bench, you know, I, I don't understand why... Yeah, he's, 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 a, he's, he's a no-nonsense, no-nonsense centre-back, yeah. isn't he? He just he'll, yeah. he'll just clear it. He'll just get it away. He'll head it. He'll do whatever it whatever needs to be, and that's that's what he does. Apart from obviously go forward and score goals against Aldershot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, score thunder bastards against Aldershot. Yeah, um, and it was weird because the I mean they came out as they they deserved to win. There's no there's no question about that. We didn't deserve anything. I think I think on 30 minutes we probably had a bit of the play, and that's when we scored our goal. But the momentum was all with them. Um, it's 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 interesting to see the stats though as well. So first half stats, 
Richie kind of have alluded to it as well, the, the Tranmere podcaster. We had 60% possession in that first half, believe it or not. And our expected goals was more than theirs, um, which is absolutely surprising because they had more shots, more shots on target and more big chances. So I'm not quite sure how that is calculated, um, mm. to be quite honest. Um, but we, we, we made more passes than them um, and we were more accurate with those passes. So... Um, yeah, because but, that was between that was between the back four, just going yeah, yeah, like exactly, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it's often said it's often said to me to be honest because I'm I'm a, I like the stats, but it's often said, well, watch it with your eyes, you can tell, and you could. This is one of those times where okay, we might be better than them in certain stat areas, but they packed us, plain and simple, didn't they? <laughs> yeah, they did, but I think building up building up to when we equalised, I think the. the the only time that we see we we move we got the ball down and we moved the ball faster for the up building up to the goals you know the five minutes before that and they didn't seem to be able to cope with us I don't think that their defense their defense weren't very very quick I think they were just they were there to to well to basically to be a Neil Byrne just to get you know clear the ball and get it hoof it up and do whatever they needed to do but when we got the ball down and played for like a first you know for that first goal. Um, I think that we looked we looked dangerous against them, but then we just switch off from a set piece again, and it wasn't cleared properly, and it drops to one of theirs, and it's in the back of the net. So I think they only they only have like four or five shots on target, and they've scored three goals. And again, I'm not saying you know, as you're saying, not saying that we deserved anything from it, but it was you know when we actually put it put it on the floor and played against them played fast football then they didn't know what to do with us but we got sucker punched and then it all just seemed to fall apart again didn't it we just started to want to play the way they wanted to play which was they were very i'd say they weren't they weren't i wouldn't like to watch them every week in week out if that's how they play but they're getting results and they just bullied us all over the pitch I think that's probably one of the worst games I've seen Horsehall have because I don't think he won a header against their number nine, did he? No. And that number nine, he was, he was either against him or he was against Cass. And he just seemed to win pretty much every header. Um, and second balls, we just wasn't getting any second balls. It was 50-50s. We'd get ahead on it and it had dropped to a crew player. And yeah. we just didn't seem to be able to get a foot on it. Yeah, definitely. It, it, it reminded me that the last match I can think that, we, that this kind of thing happened was when we went to Wrexham away and they beat us 3-0. We were on top. We looked the better team. We played the better football. We were on top, but they scored at like, it was almost like written in the stars. They scored at the critical times and it just took the wind out of our sails. Yeah. Crew just came at us, didn't they? Didn't give us a moment's peace. There's, there's loads of comments coming through. I won't read them all out, but setting traps, we got bullied by them. Um, we got bossed. Um, we 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 got bossed by a gritty performance. Mansfield did a similar job. It yeah. reminds me of Leighton Orient last season. They did a similar job on us, didn't they? They yeah. they they bullied us a bit. We're gritty. Some of the dark arts. All right, call it cheating, call it what you want, but it's within the rules of the game. Um, I don't is, think the referee helped either. I think I don't think the ref, either of the referees had either a of them. Game. No, <laughs> yeah, either <laughs> of them had a very good game. Um, because again, there was a dude, I don't know which one it was, but there was twice where the ball sort of looped over and um Hinchliffe caught it, and then their player followed through. He could have easily have yeah, stopped it. Was Baker Richardson. Yeah, he went went yeah. straight through him and put Hinchliffe on the floor, yeah. and he didn't get a yellow card for either of them. 
you know, he, he could have easily have stopped or easily avoided him, but he knew what he was doing. He was going into him, but they were getting away with it. So it was a case of you get away with it, you're going to carry on. And I think, as you said, go back, that was the same as at Mansfield. They they did the dark arts well. They knew what they were doing, leave the footing or little niggles here and there. And because they were getting away with it, I think there was only there was only one yellow card, which was in like the 80-odd minute. Yeah, for kicking for the ball away. They're kicking yeah. the ball away, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. And after everything that had gone on, they got a yellow card for kicking the ball away. It was in uh, injury time, actually, 92 minutes. Injury time, yeah. 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 But I guess from a from a footballing perspective, and Challoner would say, maybe coaches would say, well, that's one element of the game that you've got to, you've got to either control or not be put off by. We should yeah. be... We should be playing our own game. I know we didn't. We reacted to them, which was disappointing. We should be playing our own game, already being 1-0 up, being 2-0 up, and not giving them the chance to do that. So those dark arts become irrelevant then, don't they? You know, yeah, I think and they, it's mentioned in there about as soon as they scored their first goal, they started time-wasting. Yeah. They keep catching it and going mm. onto the floor. Yeah. I was like, it's 12 minutes in, mate. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Not the way you play football. <laughs> no, that's true. It's true. Yeah, and, and again, just going into the second half as well, very quickly. Second half stats, just as just as damning, really. I mean, sixty six percent possession, more expected goals, more shots for us, one big chance, more passes, more passes completed in percentage wise. You're right. Tranmere had uh, Tranmere crew had one shot in the second and the whole of the second half. It felt like more than that to me. It felt yeah. like they were already. It felt like there was there was always a bit of a danger for us. Yeah, in the but it just seemed it was as, as Chalana said. It was the simple things, the simple things that we just didn't do, and we just we were too slow. Uh, everybody around me were all you know shouting. You know, you could see it was just too slow. We were get the ball out, roll it out every time to horsefall, horsefall, play it across to Torre. Torre back to Horsehall, go out to Cass, but by this point they're all they're all set waiting for us. And as soon as it goes to Cass, he gets rushed, comes back to Horsehall. So it was just really, really slow. There didn't seem to be a lot of movement or stuff. Though it just yeah. And again, I think I don't think I think Crowsdale is probably one of his worst performances that he's yeah. had for a long time. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and I, I think he was. I think I'd have preferred to have left Bristow on. And took Torre off rather than put Torre into a left back, yeah, and and that. So, yeah, it's it was just a really bad day at the office and a really really frustrating walking out because it's a you know it's a Cheshire derby. It's against somebody who's pushing us, you know, top three, well, top three, and just so lacklustre. It was just absolutely just frustrating. Yeah. It was just bad all around. Um, Tom Katanak, the game's up. His wife's just realised that he's, why it's taking him so long to make a Valentine's meal because he's sat here watching us. So cheers for that, mate. Um, I bet a lot of people in the same boat as you. Um, so, yeah, so that's, I mean, that's the that's the crew game. There's not really much more to speak of it on it on that. I mean, you know, it's just it was just, like you say, a really bad day at the office. Put a bit of perspective on it. I think that's our third defeat in 26 matches. So, you, as long as we bounce back from it, I don't think we can really grumble. It was disappointing to lose to Crew because they are our Cheshire rivals. Well, 
we're Cheshire when it suits them, I think is probably... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when they beat us, we're Cheshire. <laughs> yeah, when when yeah, when when we beat them, we're probably great. Cheshire is red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although, just a point of interest as well, they were singing Blue Moon, and I tweeted, but why are they singing Blue Moon? Is that, is, is that a dig at us because they're City? But apparently they sung it first. But that's the first time I've ever heard them sing it. Yeah. In, I don't, like, remember, don't ever recall. At their place, they didn't sing it last season or this season. They didn't sing it yeah. at our place this uh, last season either. So it's yeah. just... Yeah, I don't, I don't recall it, and that's yeah, that's really confused me. That them starting singing "Blue Moon." Will, I'm going to make you sound really young now, and I'm going to sound really old. But in over 30 years of supporting County, I've never heard Crew sing "Blue Moon." <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I know I'm younger than I look. I'm, I'm older than a no. What, which one is it? What, which one is it, Waggy? Uh, you're, you're younger than you're older than you look. I'm older than I look. Yeah, it's the all the all the uh, moisturizer that I use. Um, yeah, oh, is it Crew Moon they sing? Crew Moon. It's still it's it's got blue connotations, hasn't it? So the, why are they singing that? It just it's just a bit weird. Um, and then finally on the Crew match, quick word on the damage. I mean, yeah, you're always Muppets damaging. I mean, there's quite a lot of damage, but we you get this in derbies, don't you? And... Stuff and stuff, didn't they? But I think a lot of Crew fans have said, "Oh well, look what you did to our stand last season." Uh, did we did we damage it last season? Yeah, there's the actual footage of seats being walked out of the of the stand. Some people are saying, "Well, that was because it was just through celebrations they broke. It wasn't we didn't we weren't ripping them up." And there's obviously a distinct difference there. Um, I've not really known county fans to rip up seats before. I'll be honest with you. No, not since the probably eighties or nineties. Yeah. <laughs> so, but tit for tat. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't. Want... It happened. But I think the, the bill. The bill goes to the bill goes to crew anyway. I believe. Is that is that right? That, yeah. And again, I'm only going off what what like say. There's quite a few people on Twitter saying that basically any damage because it's the away end, it's the away club that have to pay for it. So. So, but yeah, right. apparently they were all they they were, they were a load of trouble on at Stockport Station as well on the train station. Um, but then I've also seen that apparently some crew fan had a back window put in on a, of a car. Yeah, saw that. Saw that a young uh, a woman and a, and a kid. Which that I mean, that's two two. Possible. I think it was well. She said her and a friend and two eleven year olds who were singing celebratory songs, um, and they had the window put in. I'm like right. Well, okay, so if I'm 11 year old and I'm in the middle of the crew and we just beat crew three one, my mum's gonna turn around and slap me around the back of the head and tell me to shut that's the it, fuck up. <laughs> if I'm stood in the that's middle it, of the crew singing at 11 years old, you're only. You're, I don't know. It shouldn't be that way, but these dickheads, these dickheads everywhere, isn't there? Every team's got dickheads, and it's. You start doing stupid shit like that, and I say I'm not condoning it. I'm not saying that it was justified, but I'm just saying that you should. It's it's not something that you should be doing in in an away town. Yeah, J.K. Yeah. Bill from yeah. Barnet for seeing the cup. Oh right, so we we have done it. We have got form then. Fair enough. I mean, yeah, it happens. Clubs get billed for it. Unfortunately, if it's away from the away from the ground and you know, and your car gets smashed in, 
I don't know. Yeah, I mean, my 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 trick, you know, I used to have a, a county thing in, me, in the back of my car. Take that down. You don't put anything on oh, your yeah. car. That, no, you don't have anything on your car to say. Just a bit of nouse in it, you know, you, you, you yeah. sort of re- risk reduction in it to put it... Uh, to put it to put it uh, like that. Okay, so that's the crew match, right? Okay, let's move on to Will. Don't forget, I'm going to announce a really big giveaway, a really good giveaway at the end. So stick around for that. Um, let's turn on our attention to Will. Will, right? So thanks for coming on, mate. Appreciate you. Appreciate you joining thanks us. Um, so for those that don't know, Will uh, Will Main is the audio descriptive commentary guy uh, as part of Alan Marsh One Sports. Of them. Or one of them, okay. And one of them, yeah. You're the main one, though, yeah? You're the main guy? You're the main guy? No, well, there's, there's, there's five <laughs> of us, really. There's five, yeah, there's five no, of us. There's nobody else on here, so you might as well take it. <laughs> oh, yeah, go on, then, yeah. I think it's helpful. So t- tell no, us about there's, this. There's five of us in total, so... Okay, cool. Yeah. So tell us about tell us about this audio descriptive commentary, because I think I've heard of it before, but you tell us, you tell us well, tell us what it is, how long it's been going, how you got into it, that kind of thing. Because I think it's really interesting. Well, it asked, County just put a tweet out saying, um, would you want an opportunity to comment, uh, commentate on County games? Because um, it's Alan March Sport and now providing audio descriptive commentary for County and they want County fans to come and do it. So I just put my name down. And there was, there was a training day um, on Sunday a few months ago. Our uh, our first practice game was uh, the Wrexham home game. Nice, uh, which was oh, uh, which was a good one. It was it was a good one. Yeah, it was it was a good game to start with. Um, I, unfortunately, I think I might have blown everyone's ears out when I first got on the mic. Because <laughs> Tanto Alafe hit the crossbar like the minute I got on the mic. So you know, I was still in fan mode at that at, at, at that point because you, you've got to be uh, you've got to be like impartial. You've got to keep it like 60-40 because it's available to away fans as well. Right. Um, so, so, yeah. And, uh, yes. That's got to be difficult to try and keep it like that because, I mean, I'd say you listen to some of the other team's streams and there's no way that they're impartial. No, no <laughs> way. No way. It, it, it's difficult. I, I'm, I struggle with it. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I had to pretend to sound excited when Crew took the lead last night. Um, <laughs> you know, so, so, so yeah, he's probably the only county fan in the ground. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so how does how yeah. does it differ from say the commentary that that John Kieran does? Because John Kieran does it for the TV, but also he's a radio commentator, isn't he? I think, and he he does describe it a bit more than maybe a TV commentator would. How does that differ from what? you do well this is for people with for blind and partially sighted people so you've got to describe exactly where the ball is on the pitch at right. all times while the ball's in play so you don't get much of a chance to talk about like tactics and like interesting facts that you might have found out in in your research for the game while the game's going on right and um, so you you it's you've got to just you've got to keep going regardless of where the ball is which is difficult when Hinchley has the ball and he passes it to Horsfall, he passes it to Bernie, passes it back to Hinchley and so on and so forth. It gets a bit repetitive. Right. Yeah. Um, so uh, it, it's, it's tricky when, when, when nothing's happening and you've still got to carry on talking about it, it's quite difficult. 
So, so say like last night. So the the, the ref, um, I think he did he go off for something before he went down injured. Did he go off get mic'd up or something? I can't remember. I don't know. He went, he went off quite early. He went off quite early to have a word with his fourth with the fourth official and the two managers. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, yes, he had to go at Challenger, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So, so he, he, you just have to. Sorry, go on. I was going to say, so you're you're there going, and now the referee has come off the pitch. He's talking to Jalinari. He's talking, and you're just you're literally describing what is happening in in sort of as much detail as you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you, you start off by describing where you are as well relative to the pitch. So right. you've got to say that we're at the very back of the Danny Bagara stand, and what's in front of us, and the railway end to the left, and the Cheadle end to the right, and so on and so forth, and where the away fans are, and. Just anything that you can to sort of paint a more vivid picture for those who can't see the game, basically. Um, you've got to you've got to mention it before the game. Yeah, no, it's good. And have you have you have you got a system? Um, so, because I know back in the day, and this is where back to square one comes from, doesn't it? You know, square one was either either deep left back or deep right back. So if the ball went up the pitch, it came all the way back. They go, and that's back to square one. So the team mm. had to start again. Do you have a system like that where the pitch is cut up into into blocks or anything like that? You know, to to, to help. Yeah, you... yeah. It's sort of it's, so it's it's kind of near side, far side, midway inside, such and such is half over the halfway line through the centre circle in the penalty area. So you know, sort of thing. Um. So, yeah, and that, that's basically it's 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 easier to say near side and far side as opposed to left and right because you've got then you've got a switch depending on who's got the ball. And got I can't, the ball and yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cruz left his county's right, and I, I get confused. So it's 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 near side and far side. So it, it, it's easier. Oh, don't go driving abroad, will you? Jesus, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no. Oh. I love it. Um, so, how did so in terms of you and County? Then, how did you get into County? How long you've been supporting them? Don't you don't have to say your age, but we'll probably guess from how many years you've been supporting County. <laughs> well, uh, when uh, County were playing away at Bramall Lane in the F, it was at the League Cup, wasn't it? And they won five two. I was yeah. born that night. Oh, was you? Yeah, wow. but I guess it was fate. I guess it was fate, wasn't it? I suppose. Uh, I mean, my dad made extra sure that I was going to be a county fan because my mum's a city fan, and, and that wasn't fair thinking about. Um, so uh, yeah, yeah. So he, he's he's made extra sure that I'm I'm a county fan. Nice. I went to my oh, first really? game when I was five. I think it was we played Coventry at home. We lost. I think I don't remember much about it. Yeah. Um, you, did you uh... like the hot dog? <laughs> did you like the hot dog because that's five years old that's basically what you're going for isn't it <laughs> uh, no, I wasn't getting a hot dog with my dad at the game no, no oh. definitely not we're there to watch the football and nothing else oh, you know? okay yeah. Yeah. Oh, I like the sound of your dad yeah. sounds alright yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah he didn't miss the uh, the the, uh, the Bramall the, the game at Bramall Lane really <laughs> yeah yeah, he. Uh, I think he. I think he broke several speed limits on the way to the ground. Uh, like Colin McRae in it over the tops to 
to, to Sheffield to get there in time. I, th- I think he told me not all that long ago, he nearly bowled my grandma and my granddad down the stairs because he was charging down the stairs as they were coming up So uh, in the hospital so uh, he, to, to run to his car to get to the game. So, I mean, you know, it's not like the priorities in, in Sheffield. Right, so hang on a minute. So let me get this straight then. So you were born, so you, you didn't miss your birth. You were born and then he no. went to the game. Yeah, very quickly. Oh, well. Yeah, he sounds like a decent guy. That's what I did on my son's birth. Yeah, we played with yeah, him at exactly. home in the, uh, yeah. in the playoffs, yeah. There's no point in sticking yeah. around. I just thought, my, my wife exactly. had Daniel. Yeah, my wife had had Daniel. I was like, well, you're in the hospital bed now. You're going to be here overnight. You, you, she's comfortable. So I, I went to watch Liam Dickinson score past Wickham in 2008. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good day. I, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, but you remember that one. Yeah, of course, yeah. Of course you would Yeah, remember that one. Yeah, yeah, you'd been 12 then, would you? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, I was at that match as well, that 5-2 away. Um, yeah. Good stuff, good stuff. So, yeah, you're not as young as I thought you'd be. Did you not, see, did you not you didn't see a guy red-faced sat there laughing for the first 10 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that's that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Um so what do you think of what's going on at the moment then with the takeover? Because, you, I mean, you're, you're of an age, aren't you? I, th- I thought we were going to have a conversation where you've only seen us in non-league and things, but you're old enough to see us in the Football League and the demise. I guess just as you were coming in your formative years, we were starting to be shit, weren't we, and go down the leagues, I guess. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we were. Um, it, uh, it beats Colwyn Bay away. For what? For sure, <laughs> doesn't it? Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, um, I think it's great what's what's going on now. There's, you know, off the pitch, especially comparatively speaking, there's nothing really to complain about. You know? No, people find things though. You'd be, it doesn't stop some people though, does it? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it doesn't stop some people. Um, one last thing on the commentary side of things: does it take away from your enjoyment of the match because you are? focusing, laser focused on what is actually happening and you don't get to watch the match yourself almost. Sometimes, yeah. Um but, but it, it has its it has its, you know, it, there's other things about it that make up for it. Like how you get into the ground and you know for free and and that and you're there, you get to see all of the preparations before the game. The strangest thing for me is sitting behind John Kieran. <laughs> while he's commentating on the same game because yeah, he's just like the voice of County on the radio to me and he's there in front of me commentating on the same game as I am now. Nice. Uh, and it's very it's very strange. Are you going to become part of that media crew then? Because they all they all know each other, don't they? And they swap notes and things. They must do. You Have you got yourself into that uh, media crew yet? I haven't, actually. No, I haven't. There you go. No. I'm sure that, I'm sure it'll come. Liam will, Liam will I'm sure, put yeah. his arm around you. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Yeah. Right, we have I, I, don't, I don't commentate on all of them, but uh, I say, ah, right. yeah, five of us. we have to share it, share it between Yeah. Right, okay, right. So is it every fifth match or something like that that you get to do, or every bit more than that? It's whenever it's whenever we're available and, and fancy doing it, basically. Um, we've like, we've got do... a rotor. And... Sorry, go on. I was just going to say, do you do the full game then, or do you, do you change it? Do you have two or three of you doing the commentary? Yeah, there's two of us on at the same time, and we switch like every ten minutes. Okay. So, um, just just to like because it gets a bit tiring. Like, I yeah, I, 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 don't, I hadn't appreciated I hadn't appreciated how tiring it is until I actually started doing it. 
Um, yeah. But yeah, every ten minutes gives you gives it's just enough time for you to you know describe everything properly and not lose your voice. So. Yeah, and I guess it's it's, it. it's a career path for you, isn't it? You could move into into full commentary. Um, you know, who knows? Potentially, yeah, yeah. But I'm just there for a laugh, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's, there's there's two of them. Two of them on on two of the five are doing like sports journalism at uni. So like, I think they'll 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 be wanting to do it full time. But I just it's fun. So nice. I'm doing it. Yeah, and you get in for free as well, don't you? So you know. I mean, I've already got a season ticket, but I get in for free. <laughs> free anyway now. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, Gazendo says we lost two 0 against Coventry that day. When you there we yeah, go. The... Thought, I thought we lost. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We lost a lot yeah. back then. Um, right. <laughs> before we, we're going we're gonna to wrap up soon, but before we do, one more question for you, Will. It's come from Ian Dowden. The shirts in the background. Um, he wants to know which one the middle one is, but I'm interested in I'm interested in all of them actually because are they match worn or are they just numbered or go on give talk us through the shirts. Yeah, they, it's, that's a match worn Jonas Larson one, this yellow one. Nice. Um, I know. Uh, that's um, a signed match worn Stephen Gleeson, and oh that one is a match worn Jimmy McNulty. Nice. Ben will, ben will be Ben will be messaging you after this. Yeah, be up there. <laughs> <laughs> I won't be surprised because I think that that one was it. That one I got that one off my dad. I won't be surprised if he got that off off Ben. To be fair, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if he wants it back, like, but you know, um, Jonas Larson. Just I, I think I've said it before on the podcast, but for those that haven't heard it, I saw him in squares one night when he, he was I was young, he was young. Um, and like like a like a knob, I was like, oh, I'm a county fan. And he just looked at me as if I was <laughs> as if I was like a, an idiot, basically. Um, and, and you know, here's me supping on a Smirnoff ice, as you, as you did in the early 2000s <laughs> in squares. It was squares, wasn't it? On 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 was that Grand Central. What used to be called Grand Central. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was squares. It used to be wasn't called it? Grand Central, and then it got changed to squares because he right, yeah, used yeah, to that's it, yeah. every weekend. Yeah, yeah. No, not every weekend, but it, yeah, it was, it was, yeah, it wasn't okay, the place to be. Fridays or Saturdays. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. Will, cheers for coming on, mate. Really appreciate it. We're going to wrap up right. now. No quiz tonight. Thank you very much for having um, me. Yes. No worries, mate. No worries, mate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no quiz tonight because um, yes. we've got we've got to get back to stuff. But yeah, the, the giveaway that I'm going to going to announce. Um, so, I we the podcast has been donated. By a, a an anonymous source, that I'm I'm not going to reveal ever. Um, three Solf, adult Salford away tickets for the game on 13th of March, I think it is away on the Tuesday night. So watch this space. I'm going to be doing three separate competitions for you to win those for free, obviously because um, it's a donation, and I think they're sold out. So they're pretty, you know, hot tickets if you like. I'm sure there won't be many that are doing the rounds between now and the match. Um, so watch out for those. Uh, I bought, I've got a stress. Um, you probably need to live in Stockport area if I'm going to drop them off for you or I'll get them sent out if we, if we do the competition in, t- in time enough. So, um, yeah, watch, keep your eye out on Twitter, Facebook here, um, and the fan hub app as well. I've started a hub, a Scarf Bagarawar hub in the fan hub app, which has just had a new update. So have a look at that, update your fan hub apps, 
get on there and I'll do one for that. Are these um, going to be one single giveaway or is it three giveaways? It's going to be three individual giveaways for one ticket. Because I don't think it's fair to do three tickets or two tickets. It's just going to have to be ones, the ones. Um, so, yeah. So, if you if anyone's struggling for tickets, get entered into the competitions. Um, and you know what we like for competitions on this show? We're crap at them. So, it's going to be a disaster. I'm going to tell you now it's going to be a disaster. But we'll get through it together. Just, just bear with us. <laughs> So, yeah, so it'll so, actually yeah. be for uh, Salford in the Cup next year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Shirtgate. We'll call that Shirtgate. Yeah, we got there Shirtgate. in the end of that. We got there in the end of that. Um, yeah, cheers to everybody for watching and listening. Don't forget to sign up to our Patreon and all the things that I said at the top of the show. That would be really good. Over 70 patrons now. Thank you to every single one of those. You are amazing. Cheers, Waggy. Cheers, Will. Cheers. Um, thank you all. And we will be back with the Courtyard Club call on Monday to hopefully talk about a win against Tranmere and hopefully cementing ourselves at the top of League Two. Speak to you later. Cheers. This episode of the Scarf Begala War was written, recorded and produced by Russ Johnson and Nick Lee. The music on the opening titles was produced by Dan Johnson. Subscribe wherever you get your content as well as finding out how to join the TSBW fan club Check out the links in the description or go to all the W's, scarfbegalawar.co.uk. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants. 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.